Sometime back, I received, in the name of our country, the bodies of four Marines who had died while on active duty. I said then that there is a special sadness that accompanies the death of a serviceman, for we're never quite good enough to them. Not really, we can't be, because what they gave us is beyond our powers to repay. And so when a serviceman dies, it's a tear in the fabric, a break in the hole, and all we can do is remember. It is, in a way, an odd thing to honor those who died in defense of our country, in defense of us, in wars far away. The imagination plays a trick. We see these soldiers in our mind as old and wise. We see them as something like the founding fathers, grave and gray-haired. But most of them were boys when they died, and they gave up two lives, the one they were living and the one they would have lived. When they died, they gave up their chance to be husbands and fathers and grandfathers. They gave up their chance to be revered old men. They gave up everything for our country, for us. We owe them a debt we can never repay. All we can do is remember them and what they did and why they had to be brave for us. Good evening, friends. Welcome to the Front Porch. Pastor Chris here with you. And uh, there's an old uh, recording of a very powerful message that on this day is so poignant, even uh, I'll shoot uh, many, many years later as President Reagan gave that speech in commemoration of this day that uh, we celebrate as we remember the men and women who have laid down their life on the altar of freedom for you and for me so that we can gather in spaces like this on our front porches, take in the beautiful day that God has given to us, but in the same breath, remember, remember so many who have paid that ultimate sacrifice. And it's not just the men and women who uh, gave up their lives for their brothers and sisters in arms, but it's for the families as well. Today is for them. And we specifically focus our hearts and minds on those in those fields in Omaha and over in France, and Germany, and the places like Arlington Cemetery in Washington, cemeteries all over these United States. But we also remember the families because they carried the scars of losing loved ones. And we remember the men and women who did come home, as we know, and I'm sure they could attest Part of them died these days that their brothers and sisters didn't come home either. Because, you know, you, you, you go to war, you go to battle, and when someone that you sit in a trench with or you hear bullets flying over your heads, there's something, and I, and I cannot personally attest to this, but you hear the stories, you witness the, the impact in the eyes and the hearts 
It's just something that happens, a bond greater than anything we can describe. And, and I know for me today, that's why it is so powerful of a day. Um, because we're blessed. We can gather in our backyards and our front yards. We can gather with neighbors and friends and families. And, uh, you know, it's a day of cooking out. It's a day of the beginning of summer. But, but it's a day that we as a, as a nation have to, we have to slow down, don't we? We have to just give thanks to God for the sacrifice. I think it's even more. I think it's just for the servant heart of those who have gone before us, paving a way so that our journey with Christ is just so eloquently beautiful. And, 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 it's, and, it, and it can exist. I mean, at its core, it just can downright exist because of what they have done for us, what they have given for us. Because you and I could not have this day, could not have any day for that matter, because the freedom that we enjoy was paid with lives, with thousands of lives, millions of lives for that matter, from our country alone. And, and so I say thank you. If you're someone out there who served in our nation's military, thank you. If you're a family member who lost a loved one in this in this great history of our country, thank you. Because you know, it's without you, and without your love for our nation and for us, we couldn't exist. And you answered a call that God placed on your heart. And that is for us a blessing. Paul writes in Galatians, in fact, he says, talking about the fruits of the Spirit, in which he says, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. I almost want to add in sacrifice and service to their brothers and sisters. Jesus talks about, you know, living by the fact that we are to love our neighbors. Well, those that we remember on this day, they did such a thing. They stepped out the front door of their homes their backs to their families. They got on planes, boats. They laced up their boots, threw a, threw a gun over their shoulders, and chased down people because they knew their family, who was behind them, needed to be protected. And that family wasn't just their wives or husbands or children or grandchildren, but it was us, all of us. And I believe that at some level, Christ called them into that place, called them to defeat evil in the world. Going back, you know, 100 plus years from from World War One to Two to Korea to Vietnam to Iraq to every other skirmish in between. I'd say thank you. Thank you to you all. And I think, you know, as you look at this passage of what Paul writes in Galatians, it's, it's such a poignant and powerful message because we all are called to the battlefield. Sometimes the battlefield, though, isn't in a foreign land. It's not on the dirt that we are able to step on, trample on, but it is in the sense of the spirit that we are against, evil that we fight against. I had the opportunity earlier today to go and uh, take in the Memorial Day services here in, here in our communities, two of them, in fact. The um, question was posed by one of the speakers. 
Why weren't there more? Why wasn't more people coming out to celebrate this day? And it's a good question. It's a valid question because, man, we should be all, shouldn't we? We should celebrate. And, and look, I know our nation is, is, is in turmoil, but we don't have to live in that turmoil. We can, we can rise above it. And, and it's part of who we are as, not, not as, as Americans, but as children of God. To rise above the evil and the hatred and the brokenness, even in our nation, and say, no, I'm going to celebrate what this day is about. I'm going to celebrate that this day is every day. Because Christ is in the midst of it. You see, men and women go off to battle to, to, to squash tyranny, to, to defeat injustices overseas. Because if they don't, it, it will grow. And, and, and we may not like war. You may not like guns, in fact. You may not like violence. But, but sometimes someone has to stand on the wall. Someone has to hold up a hand and say, no more. No more. Freedom is allowed in this world. And I'm not sure it exists. And if it means giving up my life on the altar of freedom, well, by golly, I'm going to do it. Because I want my neighbors to be able to invite their friends and family over, cook out, have a birthday party for their child. All in the sense of peace and love, joy, generosity, kindness, gentleness. The fruits of the Spirit, they're, 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 they're saying, I'm going to let you have those. I'm going to ensure you can have those because I want you to have something that I know that I already have. And that's God's love within me. I, you know, I, I just think it goes without saying on a, on a beautiful day like today. And, you know, I, and I sit here on my front porch and I look out and I just see the, the, the beautiful clouds floating by and blue skies. And I know it's not that way all over this country today, but, but I know that for some, they don't get to witness that anymore. They look up and, and they see evil staring back at them. And that's not, that's not okay. And so we have to, we have to rise above it as, as Christians. We have to, we have to say, no, there is injustice in the world. Therefore, I will fight against that. I will be greater than that because that's what God has called me into. And I'm going to use the gifts that God has given me to do better, to do greater. At a, Powerful conversation last evening with, with a couple of students from our youth ministry. And, and, I, and then we got on the subject talking about how, how broken the world is. I'm like, well, what can we do? I, I mean, it, it's depressing, right? You, you turn on the news, what, just two days ago, three days ago, there was a mass shooting in, in uh, it was Miami, Florida, or somewhere down south. And two people died, a bunch of people hurt. And, and that's just one story of many that happen all over this country every day. And it's almost become commonplace. We just kind of uh, tune it out, if you will. And, and then just, what, two days ago, uh, or maybe it was yesterday, they uh, celebrated the 100-year anniversary of, uh, the, I think it was Tulsa, Oklahoma Massacre. And they're trying to undo that justice. And that's in the past, yes, but, but we don't have to live there. We can live forward and celebrate. And, 
and remember both the tragedy but also that there is good and that's what we touched on and got around to is that and there's so much good happening and and, and if we're going to be like Christ we have to have those those elements that that are written in Galatians in particular at the center of our lives we, we have to live our lives with love we have to live our lives with joy and with peace and kindness and service and and more important we got to be willing to sacrifice it all for the glory of the kingdom for God's glory here on earth as, as Jesus says in his prayer thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven you see Jesus is saying we need to mirror heaven and earth it's not heaven's way up here and earth is way down here it's it's that we need to bring them together we need to make them uh, together earth and heaven it's not you know because it's not heaven's unachievable it's it's that we can reach it but we must we must connect them together and we do that by living our lives as christ and you know i want to say this too because i think it goes without saying today as we remember those that have loved them they, they never erased their personalities were still who they were, who God created them to be. They just took that one element that God placed in their hearts, which is which is a sacrifice for you and me. And they elevated that. They didn't change who they were. And God, I don't think, ever wants to change us. Uh, God wants us to, to be who God created us to be. But we have to, uh, I like to think of it, center our energies on what God has called us into the world to do. And that's what this day is about. And I wanted to just take a moment out of the day and, and celebrate that with you. I wanted to celebrate that, that Memorial Day 2021 for us, for you, for me, is, a, is an opportunity. It's an opportunity to remember those that lost their lives in service to this country. Had a great uncle, a grandfather, brother, lost life in World War II, was buried in France. Right now and then, I'll, I'll think about him and think about the sacrifice he gave to, to, to even to our family, even to my grandfather who didn't have to go overseas because of his sacrifice. Here because of that gift. We're here because of the gift of the millions of men and women during World War II gave up their lives so we could have what we have today. I'm thankful for the men and women in every battle, both prior and before since. So I can sit with you on my front porch, share the good news of Jesus Christ with you. So it begs the question. How are we sacrificing an hour for the greater good? Maybe we're not called to lay our life down on the altar of freedom. But it goes without saying. We're called to be willing to give up. Defense. Joy, love, and happiness. There are those in our circle of life, there are those that we are connected with, 
who need uh, uh, need our hope poured into them because right now they're struggling, hurting, they're lost. So they need love. So maybe a way we honor the men and women who have died in this is by doing the same. Not laying our physical life down, but laying our spiritual life up. Telling evil no more. We're going to find ways through you. Christ is going to do it for us. So I want us to, I want us all to think about today and what this day means for our world, for our nation, mostly for us. We're all blessed. We're all blessed. So let's share that with each other, shall we? I want to offer up a prayer for those that have lost their lives today, if I can. If you'll allow me. I invite you to join with me in a moment of prayer. The Lord be with you. Today, Lord, in fields across this world, there is silence. The white crosses which have grown like flowers, spreading across hills and through valleys, for manicured lawns and deep forests, the bottom of the sea, top of a mountain. Men and women who took a breath, a deep breath, and entered into heaven in defense of freedom, but in the defense of you and the love you give to the world, whether they realized it or not, they were, in fact, your soldiers. And today, Lord, we remember them. We remember them with our hearts and our minds, but, but above all else, our thanks. One day we'll get to stand before those heroes, whisper into their hearts our appreciation, the magnitude of our grace that we've received because of them. And that because of their sacrifice, their willingness to part from this world, not on their terms, but on the terms of evil, so that we may sit on our front porch, celebrate all that you do, both then and now and in the future as well. But right now, they thank you. Thank you for serving us. Thank you for giving to us your life that we may grow, we may be blessed. This is our prayer to you today, Lord. This is in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, brothers and sisters, it has been a, that's just been a great day today. I hope it has for you. And I hope that as you go forth into the tonight and begin your new week tomorrow and it's summer, let's live Christ 
and let's celebrate those that have gone before so that we can. We can celebrate Jesus. My dear brothers and sisters, I hope and pray for you all. I hope that you have a blessed, blessed evening. And until tomorrow when we gather again, God bless and keep you, and may you see the face of Christ wherever you go. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the front porch.